now, hey now. Don't hey now. it's over. Oh, that sounded really good, I actually. know, and we were really harmonising in sync. Yeah, different songs, but some sort of harmony. Listening to Track by Track with me, Dan. And me, Will. This is the podcast where you take a great pop music album and break it down track by track. And the jokes really are going to write themselves this week, aren't they, Will? Because on the turntable, we've got Be Strong by The Two Bears. Uh, so you've got Mummy Bear and Daddy Bear. What happened to Baby Bear? Was uh, he taken into care? <laughs> well, care Bear. Oh, did you have a Care Bear? Or did you have a Wear Bear? No, I was more into the Sylvanian families. Oh, lovely little furries. Yeah, a furry burr. (laughs) And did you have um, a Polly Pocket or a Mighty Max? No, I did like uh, Thundercats, so I had quite a few of those. Uh, But Dan, we've sped ahead. What Care Bear, what was your favourite Care Bear? I don't actually remember any of... I remember... The, the the actual stuffed toys and I remember the TV show. I don't remember any of their individualities. What what, what were they? Oh God, now you're asking. I can't remember, but they had different things all over their stomach. And that's about the flavour of things to come for today, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> so we are talking about the two bears on Track by Track this week. And if you don't know the two bears, there's a, probably a chance that you might not. But Dan... Do tell our listeners why it's very important they should know the two bears. It's very important because the two bears are a project featuring one of the members of Hot Chip. That's Mr. Joe Goddard. He's one of the bears and the other bear is Raf Rundle, uh, who is a former press officer uh, of 1965 records. Uh, They, for example, signed The View, many other similar acts. Um, And they formed the Two Bears as a side project. And they create some wonderful house influence, but actually quite multi-genre dance music. I, I was trying to think... How would I describe the type of dance music that the two bears do? Because there's so many different influences in it. There's a bit of house. There's a bit of uh, very much uh, a kind of hip hop influence in there as well. Very kind of indie dance pop in there as well. Also, I would say it's got a real, real strong kind of LGBTQ plus vibes and music uh styles running through it as well very dance floor friendly uh very uh yeah so it's a real mix yes completely agree well and i think what's lovely about that is that a lot of those things also feed into hot chip but of course this is a side project so it's more a chance for experimentalization of course i should say it's not technically a side project because only joe from hot chip but i love that we get to hear what else he can do and we see that elsewhere with alexis taylor's solo album from a couple of years ago which was wonderful uh, and al doyle's work in lcd sound system and of course you and i as everyone knows huge 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 hot chip fans um but this album as well is uh, as we're gonna hear something special and i love obviously we love 
hot chip and have a, a very much a shared appreciation for them. We've seen them live together and separately and enjoyed and talked about their albums a lot. I love that there are so many other projects and collaborations going on uh, any any which way and any which way on a Sunday or whatever the phrase is. Uh, and it's all really good. But I have to say, I think for me, The Two Bears is my favourite of those projects. Yes, I think I would agree with you there, Lovey. And as I said to you just before we press record, we shouldn't really say anything until we press record. Should we, every, Everything we say should be recorded. But anyway, I said to you that I had thoroughly enjoyed listening to this album because actually it'd been a, a short while. I've, I listened to Hot Chip really regularly, like once a week or certainly once a month. I play some Hot Chip. But I hadn't listened to this album for a good few years. And it's again, it's one of those where I think, why? I've been starving myself of something great. And the two bears, so formed in 2009. You've already mentioned Joe and Raph, who are the two bears. This, uh, again, is a, they are a complete mixture of brilliant musical styles. They've had two albums to date. And today we're talking about their first album, which came about in 2012 which was the year following their debut single release uh, Bear Hug which we're of course we're going to talk about today in more detail and that's why we're talking about it this week Bear Hug turns 10 this weekend wow 10 years Dan what what are you drinking today because I can see you've got a glass of something there we're not um we're not unaccustomed to having a, a weed tipple whilst we record an episode it helps loosen us up doesn't it well Yes, and uh, long-time listeners will probably th- remember a few episodes and maybe it sounds like we've had more than just a tipple or two. And maybe that'll happen today because, Will, this is... I hate to make it about myself. This is kind of my birthday episode. It's the last episode before my birthday, which is on the 31st of May. Oh, Dan, I haven't got you anything yet, but uh, we're not recording close to transmission, so that's fine. I thought this was going out live. <laughs> Heavily edited and censored. Heavily but what, censored. Are, what are you drinking there? What's in your glass? Uh, well, I've got a G&T, but I've got a new favourite uh, accompaniment or f- not flavour because it's not a flavour gin. But I've got some grapefruit in there. Ooh, that's and different. Actually, you probably would enjoy this because it's got quite a bitter aftertaste. Really does make me think of you. I do like to have that taste in my mouth as often as possible. Was regularly, I'd have thought with you. Uh, and for me, I've just I've got gin and tonic as well, but I've got uh, some lovely berries in there, which is really giving it some uh, raspberry, cranberry, blueberry, uh, blackberry vibes. I didn't ask, Will. I know, and you never do, so I thought <laughs> I might as well say anyway. So there you go. Also, Will, interesting to note that the two bears, when they first started as the two bears, well, the reason they're called the two bears is because they were originally going to be the three bears. So there's baby bear. And that was going to be Metronomy's Joe Mount. Uh, I was also going to say, Dan, uh, of course, the two bears, it's also a very affectionate uh, play on the gay subculture of bears. Uh, because they are uh, self-confessed bears because they're big hairy guys which bears as in gay men are but dan where would you say we fell into that into those categories because you've got you know you've got your bears you've got your otters you've got your weasels and ferrets and you know all of, the, all of that chinchillas and all that sort of business so you know what, what do you think 
Oh, well, I don't. There's, there's more there than the animals of farthing wood, so I'd probably have you at that bloody weasel, actually. <laughs> uh, if I had to put you in a pigeonhole, I think you would be a uh, chipmunk. That's lovely. No, you'd be a skunk. Why a skunk? Because you've got that lovely kind of hair, which is a couple of colours. And I don't want to say, I don't want to draw draw attention to it, but you know what I mean. As a, a silver a silver streak. And yes. you did once do a silver streak, didn't you? You, were, you ran nude through a nursing home. <laughs> <laughs> and a couple of the residents apparently had a stroke, but I was going so fast I didn't feel it. Also, Will, uh, the duo of the two bears had a radio show called Follow the Bears on Ministry of Sound. Just a, a reminder to any sort of radio programmers or producers, we are very interested uh, in, in doing a radio show. We're not, we're not willing to do any of the legwork or anything like that. We just, if you are listening, get in touch. Please. We are available and we are up for it. Always. Which is what it said on your online dating profile as well, Dan. <laughs> So, should we get stuck in? I think that's a good time to. So, side one, track one. And Dan, I need to sit down and have a little conversation with you. uh, Because I want to talk to you about the birds and the bees. So the birds and the bees there, Dan. And question for you. Mm. How old were you when you first learned about the birds and the bees? Now, I do seem to remember having a book. I don't remember my parents sitting me down and taking me through it, to be honest. Um, but I think there was a book. A Was it called Osborne or something like that? Like they did kids books and often educational ones. And I do remember there was a, a couple of nuddies in there. Uh, drawings, not not photos so maybe about eight or something like that when i saw that when i when you said you had a book i thought you were talking about something like readers wives <laughs> or, or husbands or what was that the joy of sex or was it that famous one with all the sketchings of uh well all sorts so that was a great first track it's it feels like a wander through a like a festival on a summer's day but a kind of very, a very countrified festival with like long grass and, and bees and things buzzing around. And it just feels quite ethereal and magical, I think. You, you sort of your wilderness festival or your Cornbury or something like that, perhaps. Not your, yes. not your downloads or your Reading and Leeds's. Oh, no, not people chucking pints of piss everywhere. No, worse, probably. I had a friend. Was it a friend or was it a urban myth? No, I think it was a friend who, old school friend, and always knew he was an idiot, who scuba dived in the long drops at a festival. No, I don't believe that. I think seconds. that's true. And I'm not going to say his name because, you know, I might get I might get shot to the police for slander, but I, I think that happened. He was that type. 
Though my favourite long drop story, you know, I've got plenty of them, is uh, apparently a woman dropped a bag or something like that down. So she put her hand in and then reached even further. And then she got stuck there with that one hand and a head in the hole. And uh, she had to, they had to get the fire engine or whatever to come and get her out. And can you imagine just being stuck that close to all of those ablutions? It'd be like uh, that scene in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory where Augustus Gloop uh, gets sucked up by the chocolate machine in the River of Chocolate. <laughs> anyway. Do you like the track? <laughs> I love this track. Yeah, I completely see. It's so, it does a really great job of sounding like the birds and the bees. I, don't, I, I, don't, I assume the title came afterwards and maybe that's what they thought it sounded like. But if I close my eyes, as you said, I was walking through woodlands and but then these wonderful electronics were sort of the psychedelic birds and bees and uh, chaffinches and woodfinches and whatever else. It was very, almost like, I, I felt like I just had a good old sniff on the airglade or something like that. I felt like I was tripping a little bit. I have to say, well, though, this was a pleasant surprise, this song. And again, I've not listened to the album for a couple of years. And I completely forgot that it started with this really kind of stripped, organic sound. And of course, through seeing Hot Chip many times and, and enjoying their music, I know that Joe Goddard is a fantastic uh, musician, a multi-instrumentalist, I'd say. But I didn't know too much about uh, Raf. And I don't, I don't particularly know what goes on in the studio per se i don't know how much and you don't want to know <laughs> well or maybe i do um <laughs> but some great you've got acoustic guitar xylophone brass a lot of things that you might not necessarily hear at the forefront of hot chip songs and of course the electronics holding it together but it's yes yeah, really gorgeous sound and it is i could I, I feel like this could just soundtrack an afternoon this this on repeat beautiful uh, track two now, and we're getting down to it now, Dan. So here we are with Be Strong. Spend the whole time singing this and that is cool. You've got to follow your own mind and ears. And find the sound that stays inside your head for you. You got to believe everything and nothing. You got to believe, or you got nothing at all. You got to believe, give the music all your loving. You got to believe and you won't stumble, you won't fall. You got to you, you got the music, you got to you got to give the music, you got to be strong there. This is the two bears in full effect. This is dance music with love, with a lot of heart to it, with a lot of feel good warmth to it. And not just because of the beats and the synths and the vocals. But just the lyrics as well, a, a, a real affectionate uh, love letter to dance music, to clubbing, to going out and to just immersing yourself in music. Yeah, completely agree. And it's weird that I think with this kind of sound and this kind of music, you don't always pick up on the lyrics. But likewise, I was quite taken by them when they say some people tell you what to listen to, spend the whole time saying this and that is cool. I thought, well, that's us, isn't it? That's what we do. That's 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 our role here in Track by Track. But then it goes on to say, you've got to follow your own mind and ears and find a sound that stays in your head for years. Really, that's the that's the message we're giving out, isn't it? You do you, Huns. That's what we're saying. And for me, this is one of those songs where when we talk about the how the two beds were very much adopted by the LGBTQ plus community, and particularly the more alternative side of things, I think this is one of those songs which does strike a chord 
the strength, be strong, and the, the lyrics in it about being yourself and loving the music could very much, you know, be applied in that sense as well. Uh, I also think the rap, uh, the spoken word uh, lyrics in there, in this song and in many of the Two Bear songs, love to, they love to name check and reference other artists as well. And rightfully so, because, you know, with these two, they are very, you know, well-versed, well-read, well... Hung. Well, you'd imagine so. And not that I've imagined I, it too I much. do like to imagine so. <laughs> two quite hung bears. Or would one be too big, one be too small, and the third one just right? But yeah, I love how they can take something... I think it's it's almost... There's a simplicity to it, but that only someone like these could produce... Like you said, there's a pounding bass and there's a really vintage synth sound uh, and there's wonderful... I love the vocal because it, it sounds almost domineering. Is that what you'd expect mm. from a bear? I don't know. Uh, no, not always, Dan. But I also think it is the... I think I haven't used the word disco yet and I definitely think there are some real kind of 70s, 80s disco dance music influences in this as well. But the production, I mean, and Joe Goddard's involved, so I'm not surprised, is such high quality. This is just top draw dance music. Definitely. And coming after The Birds and the Bees, I feel like this is, as soon as this song started, I thought this is, this is what I expected and I'm not in any way dissatisfied. And, you know, we're dancing now. Will, are you dancing? Are you asking? No. Well, I am dancing. Good for you. Whether you ask or not. It's like you've got on that lovely uh, acrylic on the wall. Dance like no one's watching. Sing like no one's listening. Uh, and moan like no one cares. <laughs> and you do. I do. You do. <laughs> uh, but we can continue dancing now as we move into track three. And this is an iconic track. This is where it all started. Uh, Bear Hug. There's no quack give you pills. This was the first single they released back in May 2011, and it's a quite a curt two and a half minutes long. Yes, a wonderful little bite-sized introduction. I also love thinking about where this came in the timeline of Hot Chip as well. So for anyone who doesn't know, this album came in between One Life Stand and In Our Heads. In Our Heads, of course, we've covered on the podcast before, and One Life Stand I'm sure we'll get to, but it's wonderful to think... You know, how much did One Life Stand influence this? And no spoilers, but later on, there might be some detail on that. Um, but also, yeah, how mu- I, there's some sounds in this album that I think really do lend themselves or feel like a natural progression towards the uh, some of the In Our Head sounds. And this was, uh, I mean, it didn't set the charts on fire, but it never was going to. But I remember hearing this when it came out and I absolutely loved it because I just thought it was a, it, quite a unique sound 
with the vocals over a really great dance beat. And I have to say, the drum beats, the piano and the synth in this song are incredible. Yeah, it is. It, it, it's made for the clubs rather than uh, the radio or the sort of kitchen hi-fi, I'd say. Um, and yeah, it's so infectious. And I love, actually, I love the juxtaposition. It's been a while since we've used that word. Uh, of the deep, mysterious vocal in the verses. And then you've got that very uplifting. And I'd say, actually, maybe quite hot chip uh, delivery to the chorus. I don't want to say, you don't want to give too many hot chip comparisons because, you know... No, I know what you mean because it does change the whole tone and sound of the song. Yeah, absolutely. This was part of a EP, Bear Hug EP, which came out in 2011. Also includes a track we're going to come on to talk about, take a look around, and the track Banger, which is a banger. Well. The single artwork is also incredible because it looks like a circuit board, um, which has kind of which makes out to look like a coat of arms which is the two bears coat of arms, which is two bears standing either side of like a mixing machine tape deck uh, or something. I do love the illustration of these. I do think these are good. Will, I hope you don't mind me saying in your new home, in your new recording studio where I can see you from now, you've got a wonderful sort of collage style wall behind you of different prints and things. And I think a two bears print would look lovely up there. It's actually called a gallery wall. Oh, what did I call it? Collage collage sounds a bit art attack <laughs> but you do like the head don't you from art attack i do <laughs> i do do you remember the way he used to bob around very quickly from side to side i wouldn't be surprised if he gave himself whiplash this song a little bit obviously today we're not talking too much about the songwriting and the production the vast majority of it coming from the two bears but this track features a sample of put the funk on you by the Fatback Band. Uh, if you don't know, they are a New York-based funk and disco band. I Like Girls is one of their most known songs. Oh, it just surprised me for a minute there, Dan. Did you think I was... Strangely enough. I think I was going back in. And uh, Backstroking is another one. Are you a fan of Backstroking, Well, No, I prefer Breaststroking. <laughs> <laughs> and, Will, I have to ask you, are you a bear hugger or are you more of a sort of a sort of limp, warm Mr. Burns style groper? It definitely depends on who I'm hugging, actually, Dan. Ah. And I think if it's someone you just adore and you're so pleased to see, you've got to give them a big bear hug to make them feel totally welcome. If it's you, Dan, I just try and keep as minimal contact as possible. Yeah, I almost feel like I'm sort of rescuing a baby bird or something like that. Um, well, I just remember the first couple of times I met you and you gave me a very tight hug. And uh, I don't know whether it was your iPhone or a small pocket umbrella, but it just felt weird. It was a packet of polos. Also, Will, on this one, you did say it wasn't a, it wasn't a number one or anything like that. But Rolling Stone named this the 42nd best song of 2012 just realised it came out in 2011, so they're a bit late to the party. But either way, what an accolade. Track number four now, and this is Wick. Every day I wake up with just one thing on my mind. I will bring it home to you until the day I die. You know that there was a time we were not so free. You know there's a love for life that burns inside of me.
So that was uh, track four, Work. Uh, this is one of my favourite tracks on the album. This was the second single and starts off uh, with an incredible piano, which stays through the whole track. I think this is probably one of their most immediate songs. Yes, definitely. And this one was mixed by Mark Ralph. So it gives you an idea of why perhaps uh, it sounds more commercial, more commercial dance. You might be more likely to hear this one on the radio. Mark Ralph, of course, we've talked about him many, many times on Track by Track before. Uh, worked with the likes of Years and Years and so, so many more. Uh, and I particularly love, well, the piano sounds on here. And I'm not going to say what particular musical movement based in a northern city that it might be influenced by, <laughs> lest I over-egg that particular pudding, but um, did remind me of... Uh... Manchester. <laughs> yeah. Yes? Absolutely. This was released on the 1st of January 2012 uh, as a single and had remixes, many remixes, including the great uh, Toddler T. The great. Also, what a day to put out a single. The 1st of January 2012, the Olympic year. Do you think this song set the tone for the rest of the year? Uh, probably not, but I think it definitely set the tone for the Two Bears being their year, 2012, the year that they would go on to release uh, a very successful, acclaimed, great-sounding album. Quite right. You put me in my place there, Will, and rightfully so. Good for me. Uh, good for yeah. you, definitely. Also, uh, would you believe me, Will, if I told you that the vocals from this one came from Goldilocks? Really? Goldilocks with an X on the end. A little bit more modern. But uh, yes, if, if my sources are correct, and they're probably not. No, they probably are. But yeah, I have to say, well, actually, my favourite part of this song, the whole thing, like I said, it's media. It's, it's, this, is, this is one of my favourites on the album. But the last minute, it kind of just breaks down and the synths go all shuffled almost. That's my favourite moment of the track. But it does end, Dan, because it moves on to track number five, which is... Uh, oh, they wrote this one about you, Dan. Warm and easy. But nowhere near as trim as trim. Get warm and easy in the dance and you'll feel the good it brings. And this is another song that's a bit different, a bit more experimental in sound and style, but has got a very, a really warm and easy feel. Love is lovely. Yes. Uh, one of the lines in there. And Dan, do you think, Dan Lovey, do you think love is lovely? I think love can be lovely, lovey, yeah. But sometimes love can be hard, can't it? I, mean, I don't want to get too too bogged down in that on this episode it's, it's a fun uplifting episode but uh love is love is pain i think that's a song isn't it love is pain girls loud and if we're lucky no no no, no. love is blind as far as the eye can see all you need is love. Uh, but no, I. this is, I, I'm just, I was trying to think about what, is it, is the sound, there's a bit more of a harder dance 
synth running through that, which I love. But is it a bit more almost like dance hall, a bit more dubby? I don't know. Yeah, to be honest, well, I think all of that because I love, I do love how this one it it doesn't lose any of its energy, but at the same time, it brings the tempo down a touch. And I think if like us, you're dancing nonstop every time we put the song on, obviously not the thirty seconds, the full song. Uh, you need a chance to catch your breath, and I think this is that keeps you in the keeps you in the zone, keeps you in the space, but just gives you a gives you a moment. It just it makes you feel really good as well, and I love dance music that makes you feel good. Yeah, absolutely. And also, you've mentioned some of the lyrics which stand out for this one. And I think throughout the lyrics are fantastic, as we've already said. But uh, something in this about music for days, just love the idea of music for days. That's 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 what we're all about isn't it actually if you want music commentary for days do check out the back catalogue of track by tracks almost 200 episodes there also well another wonderful line about uh mad tracy from margate we all know a mad man or woman or person in the local town don't we so track number six now and this is take a look around take a look around and see around there and not a cover of the Limp Biscuit Mission Impossible 2 track although Will are you a fan of chocolate starfish uh is that some sort of easter treat it can be yeah uh depending on uh, if you've had a good friday or a monday monday uh it's of course their album chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water is it on the long list no is it gonna go on the long list no listeners well unless unless you can put a strong case forward no although that song is quite good and i did like my way and rolling but that's it that's all i know actually dan the only time you can put a strong case forward is uh, when you're on an airplane and it's landing and you want to get off first you shove your case down the aisle and get everyone in the shins. I've seen you now, so I know it happens. I'm sorry, but I don't... Someone's got to be off first. I don't know why it can't be me. Even if I'm on the back row and there's only one door at the front, I'm getting off first. Uh, so, take a look around. This is my favourite track on the album. Uh, and this is a much deeper dance cut uh, that I've just made for the dance floor. And we talk about, or well, I've mentioned how... A lot of the Two Bears music is very LGBTQ plus friendly. This uh, and a few other Two Bears tracks was featured in an episode of the hit HBO series Looking, set uh, in San Francisco following the lives of a group of gay men. I've never heard it. And this song, this song was featured in a club scene and over the ending credits of an episode. I, I've never even heard of that show, Will, but it sounds... if. If it's an LGBTQ plus show set in San Francisco featuring this song, that is going to be the next series I watch. That sounds right up my street. And this song was very much the mood of the series. Uh, and it was really good. I know it didn't last very long, only a couple of seasons, but definitely worth checking out. 
But I can see why this is one of your favourites on the album, Will, because it's such a... It's just such... It's... I'm lost for words. It's so anthemic. It's... It's the repetition for me, I think. It's all the elements come together. And not only the music, actually, but the lyrics, and particularly at the end, so, so infectious. You can see if you want to. You can touch if you want to. You can play if you want to. You can stay if you want to. I love it. Carte blanche there, isn't it, pretty much? <laughs> Absolutely. Rightfully so. I, I know you like uh, you like carte d'or more, don't you? Actually, I'd rather just have a Viennetta. It's all the same. 99p from Iceland. Enough of that. Track number seven now. Uh, ghosts and Zombies. All the ghosts and zombies that are wandering around this town. Frightened the life out of me. I wish they'd hold it down. Lurking in the corner where the music moves so slow. Luckily for you, we know the place for you to go. To get high. Get high. This is where you're meant to be. So track seven, Ghosts and Zombies there. And if you were hoping to have the Willies put up you by two bears, then this is the track that will do it. Dan, I'm surprised it's taken you since Halloween to use that line again. Uh, to be fair, I think we have had it in pretty much every episode. We just cut it out. This track is, again, it's a very affectionate reflection on the dance scene, on clubbing. And you do see, well, if I think back to my days out clubbing, you would often see a lot of ghosts and zombies. People absolutely caked off their noggins uh, and people who look like they're barely there. Or also, um, I take ghosts as in maybe some people from the past you don't want to see. Uh, oh, that's that's a really good analogy. Well, I didn't I didn't I didn't take it like that, to be honest. Um, now you said that I'm going to listen to this song in a whole new light. Well, how did you take it? I, I, some, like, I thought it was influenced by Goosebumps or something like that. I, I take everything quite literally and on face value. Quite simple. But it's a great song. And to go with the Ghosts and Zombies theme, the bass is bubbling. And I think the, the vocals, kind of, they, they, there's a real range in how they're delivered. Um, and again, these songs never peter out the last minute once again it's just kind of something else it shifts up a gear adds in some new sounds doesn't you're not bored you're not waiting for it to end you're kind of just full of intrigue well it's i was definitely anyway a pounder like a meaty quarter pounder isn't it <laughs> track number eight now time in mind now i've got to suck it up and do the time in Time in mind, it should be an easy thing to do. Time in mind, you're not in a cell, there ain't no screws, but you'll find your conscience giving it to you. It goes do the time in mind. Do you know what, Dan? This is one of my favourite tracks on the album, and it's just so different to anything else. It's completely unexpected, but absolutely brilliant. But I have to say, I'm very surprised it's one of your favourites. I, I I thought you'd like it, but not it's to so that extent. It's so fun, and it's almost got a bit of a country feel to it. Yeah, 
it's yeah completely different sound fits fits in with the album perfectly i love you know we, we've talked about this so many times before but i love an album that is cohesive but still showcasing different things and different sounds and different styles this does this wonderfully uh, and i love i i think it's raf on this one his spoken word almost sort of like uh backs of jewelry or uh ian jewelry just that kind of very very kind of straight deep delivered thing well quite um this it's also probably got the most mel- melodic harmonic chorus uh on the album or maybe it's just the most more the most traditional type of chorus on the album as well where you kind of go into the time in mind you've got that guitar strumming through and also when the second verse kicks in you've also got this lovely little kind of very light i don't know if it's a drum or what it what it is but it's just the rich detail in this with many many of the tracks on this album just very good production there and some wonderful collaborators on this one as well on the steel guitar is dan carey who worked on uh, hot chips one life stand but also worked with larue and franz ferdinand tame and parlor so lots of track by track favorites also worked on i blame coco's debut album and she keeps coming up on my uh, shuffle on a daily almost daily basis i think it's a sign we have to have her on the long list you're a fan of that album, yes. Will, that first album? Then she's going on. Uh, also on guitar and backing vocals, Simon Lord, who uh, was part of Simeon and uh, worked with Justice as part of that. But also he's worked with Groove oh. Armada as well. So I love the fact that, and I find it actually really weird that those two come into the mix. So you'd expect it maybe to be even more dance inspired. And it's completely It's a wonderful like indie dance alumni uh contributing on this record more to come yeah more to come indeed so track number nine now this is increase your faith your faith there which is a wonderful largely instrumental track which has got some great sounds in it but what a great time to talk about the fantastic album artwork dan did you think i was going to pull the trigger on this track uh yeah i did think it might be this one actually i hate to say i knew i told you so or whatever but i do know you quite well now will oh lane page and barbara dixon susan boyle and peter k so I love this album cover. It is it's got the two bears coat of arms, which is two bears either side of a synthesizer keyboard type thing with a, a suit of armor with a baseball cap on, which I think is a really nice uh juxtaposition of the of the two boys and their sound. And you've got a big heart at the bottom that says be strong on it, which I think really encompasses the positive loving vibes coming off the dance music on this album as well. And then you've got some other assorted images around the side of, uh, and a border as well. Do you like it? Uh, yeah, I really like it. I think as well, it's, um, I like that they've kept this kind of style throughout other releases. 
but also I like it's very different to what you might expect from a hot chip release. It's it's very much its own thing. But what do you think of the track? The track definitely feels like the most experimental thing on the album. There's kind of no, uh, there's no set structure to this one really. There's not you can't really sing along to this one. Um, it almost feels like I felt like this would work as in sort of a gallery or something like this is some sort of installation or working with an installation because the actual sounds in it, there's some incredible stuff there. Um, so yeah, great song, great on the album. Probably not my favorite on the album. And that's, you know, I don't mind saying that. That's okay. Uh, but Will, how is your faith, lovey? It's, it it's non-existent. Oh, you don't believe in anything. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you track number 10 heart of the congos though we'd had a different start the congos was a heart it was the sound that kept us on the ground yeah i said it was the sound So Heart of the Congos there, and now this is taking in a different sort of dance music because we're very much in a more of a reggae feel. Yeah, very reggae, but also wonderful horns in this one and wonderful just the spoken lyrics. Love this track. I think it's very different to the kind of more commercial sounds that we said were probably our favourites earlier on. But yeah, this is great. And I think it's really well placed as well, Well, I think if... You know, this is dance music, and I think if this was if this album was a night out, this might just be just starting to slow things down, just getting towards the end of the night, which of course I do mean about ten thirty p.m. at the very latest. Oh God, yeah, uh, just just the thought of going out all night just just I just feel exhausted. Makes me want to go and get into my dressing gown and get a mug of uh, bedtime tea, twine uh, not twinings. Uh, oh, bedtime brew. bedtime brew, Yorkshire, Yorkshire tea, bedtime, bedtime brew. I know what you mean, Dan. It's great to have this uh, very different track so late on in the album, but I don't think it's petered out just yet. Oh, absolutely not. And I, I've got an inkling that it's not going to. So shall we move on? Yes, so track number 11 now. This is Get Together. Is a good vibration and bad man sound? Well, I think the image that conjured up in my mind just then, Will, is probably quite different to what was being sung about. Uh, and I'm sure that is a sample of something or a, or a special guest, but I can't for the life of me work out what it is or who it is. Oh, I can tell you, Will, this guest vocals on this one come from Trigger, who, of course, has worked with Dave and Del Boy. No, of course, <laughs> I'm being silly. It's not that Trigger. Uh, this Dave has worked with Skepta and Wiley. I thought you said Steps and Wiley. Well, you know, they've had Michelle Visage. Who would have seen that coming? So uh could be Trigger on with a 
with Steps next, or maybe a Two Bears remix of Steps. Watch this. You never know. But get together this track. I think this is another one, along with like Be Be Strong, Take a Look Around, that are like the flagship uh, Two Bears tracks from this album that, for me, are kind of what they're all about. Just brilliant production, great samples, great sounds, great structure, and a really great kind of quite intense dance pop song. Completely agree. I love with this one as well. It starts with that sort of whirring sound. And I just immediately knew that this, that was sort of almost beckoning me to the dance floor. Sadly, I don't have a dance floor in my own flat, so I had to use the kitchen. But uh, it's wonderful, the kind of real chunky bass patterns going on. Also, Will, a little bit of guitar in there as well, I think. Yes, uh, and I we do like that in the mix of a great pop song or a great dance music track. And there's a lot of guitar through this album, well, along with every other instrument and ones you couldn't even imagine such as the you know the experimentation and the uh, and the boundaries that are being pushed but yes and this track as well and i think it comes as no surprise that mark rolf is involved with this one again cuz it's just it does seem to be the songs he was very polished on are those very polished and and i think those ones could they're the ones that could work well on the radio or in the club or as you know as part of a live gig they're just kind of a, un- a wonderful, almost universal dance sound. And now we're on to the last track on the album, and this is Church. So church there, what a great way. This is how you take note, everyone we've ever spoken about on the podcast. This is how you close an album with a euphoric, but not too much, uh, a reflective, but not too much, uh, but very memorable last track. Yeah, I feel like we have been taken to church, but not too much. But There's something about this song that feels like communion or coming together or something like that and of course but not church, too much but not too much and church is many things to many different people and there's many interpretations and i think you know music has many interpretations and this album has many interpretations you can make of it and i just feel like you know rather than us making some smutty innuendo about being on your hands and knees in front of the vicar on a sunday actually no let's just think about what a wonderful moment this is in the album there is a legendary special guest on this one, Will. Percussion and steel drum comes from Fimba Bravo. Now, Fimba Bravo, he founded the 20th Century Steel Band, uh, and their track Heaven and Hell was a favourite of Grandmaster Flash, and then it's been sampled from everyone from Soul to Soul to J-Lo. But he's also worked with Blur and with Morchiba and with Damon Albarn and other projects, and he also played the steel pan on Hot Chip's One Night Stand album. What a lovely tie-in that is. And you've got a steel pan under your bed, haven't you? In case you're caught short. (laughs) So that's the last track on the album. Before we go into further listening, just a word about the album performance. (laughs) And Dan, I have to say, this album uh, 
it got to number uh, 35 in the album chart, but the reception, the reviews were very strong. Four out of five uh, in The Guardian, seven out of ten NME, uh, and every review that I could find online in the run-up to this episode recording was extremely positive and very glowing about this as a alternative side project for Joe Goddard, about taking some of the great stuff about Hot Chip and making it uh, something very different, infusing different dance, disco sounds, uh, and making just some great dance music. So really positive. Lovely to hear. Yeah. And I actually think 35 is you know highly respectable album score. Um, and, and, and rightfully so for a great album. Also, we haven't even touched upon today how incredible joe goddard's solo album electric lines was from a few years ago and i think we'll definitely come on to talk about that one day because that is stunning and just shows him once again in a different light away from the two bears it's just joe on his own of course with some special guests uh, that's a great piece of work what a piece of work what a piece of work and we might come on to talk about i don't know yet it's up in the air but we might come on to talk about their 2014 follow-up album the night is young uh but I have to say, it's got my favourite Two Bears track on that album. So please do have a listen to that album. Uh, and track four, Not This Time, is absolutely brilliant. And I actually don't know that song, Will, so I will be listening to that straight out. Well, there's some further listening for you. Bam. One one straight out there before we've even gotten into the rest. Further, further listening. But Dan, do you want to share what are we doing for further listening today? We are, of course, as you'd expect, with uh, an act like the Two Bears. They remix for people and they are remixed for. And there is a whole host of remixes that came as B-sides or were released on uh, 12 inches around the time of the album's release. And then they were all collected as well into a, a remix album. So lots to choose from, specifically from this 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 uh, album of the band. As you said, we might come to the one later. And I'm going to go first, Will, if that's okay with you. I have gone for... The Saint Etienne remix of oh, Work. Lovely tree. Work. Work. We gotta work. 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 Every day I wake up with just one thing on my mind. We gotta work. I will bring it home to you until the day I die. We gotta work. You know that there was a time when we were not so free. You know there's work, enough for life that burns work, inside of me We gotta work well, My daddy told me about the journey work, I would take we So work, I went off to work, do him proud a million work, quid to make For a bit of St Etienne's remix of work there I have to say when I was playing this earlier I've been playing lots of uh, Two Bears today Lots of their remixes And as this song was on My other half came in from one of his work calls And said What on earth is this? You're not in one of your homosexual disco clubs now Good compliment I thought, yeah, sounds ideal, actually. I'd love to hear this from one of those clubs. Uh, I love this remix, Will, because I love... I'm still very much on a long, ongoing education of St. Etienne, uh, as listeners are very well aware. And it's great to hear how they work with other people, what they've done for the people. But also, I think they could have made this song even poppier. That might have been the obvious route to go down, but instead, they haven't. Um, it's, it keeps it for the club. But I have to say my highlight of it is when the pianos almost come tumbling in towards the end of the track. Will, what do you think to this one? I like. I really like it as a remix. I love when St Etienne remix other people's work. And I think, unsurprisingly, because of their extensive work with Sarah, 
Uh, they have played up more to the, the, the female vocal in this as well and actually pared it down a little bit, but amping up some a lovely electronical sounds and moments through it. So uh, a really nice reworking, actually. Mm. And Will, what have you gone for? So I have gone for a remix of uh, the track All About You, Down Warm and Easy. So this is the Leo Zero remix. zero remix of warm and easy there and the reason why i love that remix is it gives me more of what i love so you've got more drums more claps more synths and there's a wonderful bit about a minute in where it just goes synth crazy uh and i think warm and easy is a great track but this just puts a little bit of a donk on it but without losing any of the warmth from the original yes we'll completely agree i i love the album version but this just i just love the almost uh, the, the, re- the roboticness of the synths on this one are fantastic it's great it does what you'd hope a remix would do we're out of time talking about the two bears for the first time on track by track this week uh we hope you've enjoyed it do let us know what you think about the two bears uh and what your faves are at track by track uk and if you have enjoyed this episode, then please do head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a rating and a review. And don't forget to give us a follow on there. Dan, can you give us a hint of a tease as to what's coming up next on Track by Track? I can, Will. So next week, we are celebrating 30 years of the debut album from an Australian pop princess. Of the non-pint size variety. Quite well, actually, she's quite pint sized, but not as pint sized, maybe. I don't know. As her sister, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I've said said too much. much. (laughs) (laughs) So, do join us next time for that. Uh, not unsurprising uh, feature on the next track by track. So, until next time, I've been Joe Goddard and I've been Goldilocks. Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, what age were you when you first saw an er- no it's probably no 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 you say erotic scene in a movie or an erect penis i wasn't quite sure which way you were going after that er you're erring on the side of caution <laughs>